Join Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin for a new edition of the Capital Ideas Podcast. In unscripted conversations with investment professionals, you'll hear real stories about successes and lessons learned, informed by decades of investment experience. It's your look inside one of the world's largest asset managers. New episodes are available monthly. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Invest 30 minutes in an episode today. Published by American Funds Distributors, Inc. The FT. Long ago, when I was a trainee on Wall Street, I would get to the subway every morning at 68th Street with a fellow Brit who worked at the same bank. As we piled into the packed train, often slightly hungover, I would ask him the same question. Neil, what don't you give? To which he would always reply, a shit loose, a shit. Then we would both laugh. Neil didn't give a shit, and neither at the time did I. Yet his not giving one has not got in the way of his success. In due course, he left the bank and co-founded a company which he subsequently sold to Sir Martin Sorrell. He became the first of my friends to get really rich and the first to arrange his life exactly as it suited him. Now he chairs various grand organisations and invests in small businesses. As far as anyone can tell, he's very happy indeed. Back then... We were young and silly, and we were living in an age in which it felt cool to boast about not caring. Now the world has changed, and not giving a shit has become taboo. Caring about your work is deemed not only vital for success, but has become a weird sort of status symbol. Anyone who doesn't care is best advised to keep quiet about it, and pretend like fury to feel the same passion as everyone else. I blame Steve Jobs for this, with his two wrong-headed mottos, don't settle and love what you do. Thanks to him, caring is now compulsory. It's supposed to be good for us as it bolsters our self-respect, and it's supposed to be good for employers as it bolsters their bottom lines. Last week, James Altucher, entrepreneur, writer and hedge fund manager, did something outrageous. He posted online an extended version of my long-ago exchange with Neil, a 2,000-word blog post called What Happens When You Don't Care? Mr Altucher turns out to be a late convert to not caring, starting five years ago at the age of 42. Since then, he's discovered that all sorts of good things stem from it. For a start, you don't have to force other people to listen to you. Neither do you get upset when people attack you, nor when you discover that you can't change the world because it's big and you're small. Not caring, he says, means that when you lose all your money, as he does often, you don't mind. You know you can make it again easily enough. The only trouble with this blog, apart from its dim, whimsical conclusion, when I grow up I want to be a little boy again, is that Mr Altucher is such an oddball, he doesn't speak for the rest of us, who don't make and lose fortunes, but collect a monthly paycheck. Yet even for wage slaves the same applies, perhaps even more so. If I look around at my own colleagues, the ones who cope least well with the ravages of working life 
are the ones who care too much. They mind what people think. They care if they don't get invited to a meeting. They care when their articles are not promoted. They get too involved in everything. This sort of caring is very unproductive. It makes us mad, and I really can't see how it makes our employers any richer. The rule for all employees should be to stop caring about things outside our control. So when our bosses hand down another daft new management initiative... There's no point in doing anything other than looking on with a sort of detached amusement. But what about the work itself? Surely we should care about that. Caring, after all, can motivate, though only up to a point. The sort of babyish not caring that Neil and I went in for all those decades ago made us rotten bankers. It was destructive and unprofessional and generally not to be recommended. But caring too much is equally problematic. As a writer, I find undue caring makes my words garbled and unspontaneous and makes me so involved in the subject that I'm inclined to write something stupid. A little detachment makes me a better journalist. I work with a clever colleague who strikes me as a role model. He does an exceptionally fine job, yet reminds me a little of my friend Neil. He doesn't take anything too seriously, and deep down, I suspect he really doesn't give a damn. When I put this to him just now, he blushed scarlet. I care deeply about not being able to maintain a better poker face, he said. Then I emailed Neil just to make sure. What don't you give? I asked him. He replied that these days he did give a shit. At least... He gave one about his family and friends. As for work, there were three things he still didn't care about. Things that don't matter, things that take up a lot of time, and things that involve sucking up. As a guide to surviving the corporate world with one's sanity intact, this is about as good as it gets. For more downloads, go to ft.com forward slash podcasts. The latest episode of The Next Five podcast is all about AI and the business travel sector. I speak to Tim LaBelle, head of product for SAP Concur Spend Solutions. We'll have so much data that our travel will be safer. Shelley Fletcher-Bryant, VP of Advito. AI can certainly contribute to more eco-friendly travel practices. And author and public speaker, Theo Lau. AI can help us predict when it will be a peak travel, more delays, cancelled flights. Listen to the full episode of The Next Five wherever you get your podcasts. Enjoy.